I just wanted to share an essay that I wrote recently simply because the stuff was banging around the back end of my head for a few months and I had to get it out on paper. Um, it's not for any kind of assignment. I'm not going to share it with anybody else. I just, I'm trying a couple different media platforms to get these thoughts out of my head and figured I'd give this one a shot. So this is something I wrote called How My Religion Taught Me to Hate. I grew up in a religious family with Anglican roots for the most part. My mother joined a small growing church group, which over time developed into one of the largest Baptist churches on Vancouver Island. We were part of the same church family from the time I was four years old, and now in my 40s, my mother still attends the same group. It's called New Light Baptist Church on Vancouver Island. I'm proud that our family was part of, and still is part of, this growing group that does a lot of good and outreach locally in our community. I value relationships and advice from many members of this congregation. During all the troubles of my teenage years, which were a lot, members of this group reached out to me to provide guidance when I was lost, to be supportive when I needed it, and to give advice. One of the most influential people from this church was my pastor, Mark Buchanan. He was a little man who more often was in board shorts and a Hawaiian shirt with sandals instead of a stuffy suit. I loved watching him break out the norms make people uncomfortable, make them think about why they felt this way. He'd walk quietly to the stage and this big, booming voice would get your attention. He put feeling into his speech and he challenged traditional ideas. He kept you absolutely wrapped to everything he said. He made you laugh, he made you cry, he made you understand why we did things. Mark also wrote a book called Your God is Too Safe. I still have my autographed copy of the book, as well as a spare one handed down to me. Admittedly, I never read the whole thing, but I loved the title. It caught my attention, made me want to research more and break some norms to make sure that what I thought was right, instead of just what was safe and familiar. My mother always gave me ideas to make me think. She told me from a young age to make sure I knew what I believed, and to know why, and that she would support me in those choices as long as I could support my argument with logic and faith. She maybe didn't exercise this as much as she would like, making sure I went to church without fail, even when I didn't want to and being less than willing to explore alternate churches. But the idea and the sentiment was there and they stuck with me throughout my life. On my own as an adult, I spent a lot of time talking to people of different faiths and asking questions about how, why, what for, that's the history of, and more. I learned a lot about different denominations and faiths, alternate religions, alternate deities, Wicca and witchcraft, natural beliefs, a whole lot more. Some were absolutely fascinating to talk about, and some just felt like fantasy-style stories that kept the attention but not the faith. And some made me incredibly uncomfortable to the point that I avoided them in any further research. But nothing fit. So I stuck to what was safe and familiar. They didn't know how or why to believe anything else. Didn't have any reason to keep going other than interest in reading. But in all my research over the years, some ideas stuck made it into my daily practice. Because they meshed with what I read in my Bible and my interpretation of Jesus' love and teachings, even if I didn't see them practiced by other Christians. Because I spent so much time talking to people of different backgrounds, I had a lot of friends who didn't believe in the same things I did. My biggest takeaway from all of this was acceptance. They didn't believe in my God or read my Bible, but they answered my questions. They taught me things without judging me, even if I didn't accept what they were teaching. We debated very respectfully back and forth, and we taught each other whatever we could. Nobody got judged, nobody got ostracized, nobody got ridiculed for what they believed. We had a pretty hodgepodge group. 
I had Jehovah's Witnesses try to convert, convert me. Sorry. I had coffee and visited with Mormons. Had my cards and stars and palms read by Wiccans and others. I attended Buddhist weddings in a haunted church at a stroke midnight on Halloween. Yes, that actually happened. <laughs> I went to church with United. I went non-denominational. I went to Anglican and more. I saw people speak in tongues and believe that they were performing healing prayers. I even attended a country revival by a river and marched in an anti-abortion silent protest. I spent countless hours debating and researching to reinforce my debates when I got stuck and to learn from different viewpoints. But I accepted everyone regardless of background. I asked questions that may have been ignorant from simply not knowing. I interrupted classes and speeches and took notes. I stayed open to new ideas and only asked from others what I would be willing to do myself, such as you go to my church, I'll go to yours. See if we can learn, both learn from a different viewpoint. The biggest lesson I ever learned in life was that nobody was lesser because they believed something different or practiced in a different way or even used a different word for God. I wasn't better than them. I wasn't right or wrong. They weren't right or wrong. I condemned no one that I could learn from and hoped that I could teach them some of the same. I learned a lot of things I don't want to be a part of. I learned how I didn't want to be treated or spoken to. I learned just how much people could blame on their religion and how awful you could, be, you could be made to feel in the name of the holy. I saw some awful bigotry and hate, both in and out of churches. I made decisions that would eventually shape who I have become now. I also learned that no matter who they prayed to or when, or how, the crazy truth of it is, almost everybody preached the same freaking thing with just a few small differences while they condemned anybody who didn't disagree with every single point. I even saw this within my own family. Just for example, one of my nephews was recently chosen to express himself as transgender, so he becomes she. My sister, his mother, chose to support this in the best possible way. I asked innocent questions like, what name do I use and when? Because she used a different name and she, and different name as he. And I tried to express the parts I didn't understand and learn the rest without offending anybody. I let this child teach me what he needed and I have tried to support her as best as possible. My children followed my example and made me proud. They asked the same thing about name. Come Christmas a couple years later, actually this past year, our religious mother is visiting from out west and expressing her opinions. She decided she wanted to take my sister's kids to a counselor to get fixed behind my sister's back and hope that I would help. I said, hell no, unconditionally. I found out that my older sister had heard of our mother venting about these issues and ripped into her with her opinion that mom should stay the hell out of it. I do love that our family is at a stage in life where we can be blunt and rational as we discuss this, since a couple days before Christmas we were throwing around religious and opinion thoughts on the same subject. I got to look at my mother and say, to be honest, your opinion doesn't fucking matter. It's not your kid to raise. My mom looked pretty shocked. She started to be offended, but then she realized I wasn't calling her out or insulting her, and I was right. Then I also got to point out to her that at the very least, she should be proud that as a single mother, she raised three children to adulthood who could all grow into such loving and accepting people that none of us judged or condemned anyone regardless of their way of life or choices. This is, again, a very abridged version of this whole conversation, but you get the general idea. 
One of the biggest wake-up moments that came in my life regarding religion and people's attitudes towards it came from a church I attended for a while. After over a year of getting to know people and following their teachings, it came that I would be moving to another city. I mentioned to a few of the nice older folks what city I'd be going to. And I got a few recommendations of churches to look out for. One particular gentleman, he always went out of his way to speak to me and myself and my children. And I think he was an elder of the church, someone to be respected. He gave me this recommendation. To paraphrase, he says, you should check out Church A. They have this and this, and they'd love a new family with plenty of kids, help boost their numbers a bit. And you wouldn't have to worry about any of those fags and weird shit. Now, you know where I went there. I knew right then I would never check out his recommendation, and that I would never return to this church. If the people I was supposed to respect in this church are going to talk like that, I'm done. I've spent time since then really listening extra close to sermons and messages put out by churches and church leaders and looking for the nuances and lessons they teach their youth. Everything is put forth as support. You can make your choices within your faith. Pro-life will support you when you choose God's way. And so many more. Look up newsletters and ads from your local churches and you'll see all of these and more in so many different wordings but all basically the same thing. We look a little deeper. Listen to what they say. We'll support you in God's path, but believe something different, you're all alone. You're evil for choosing different. You'll go to hell for eternity. Our way is the only way, and everybody else is wrong. It's really thinly veiled, but every church I've been to is secretly teaching me to hate those that are different and hoping I don't notice. Hate gay people because they don't follow the Bible. Hate abortionists for not supporting this fetus regardless of health or history or any other option. Our way is the only way. You cannot be different. You cannot think differently. We can't prove it except through vague scripture and ask you for blind faith because we said so. You're evil if you disagree. Don't look different. Don't act different. Judge others. Condemn them for having an opinion. See a theme here? They never say those words, but you can see this in all those local church religious flyers and websites and sermons. Just go have a look. I'll wait. Here's what I learned in Sunday school as I see it. Choose to follow and consider my opinion or don't. Your call. So, from what I've seen, the Old Testament is more of a history lesson. Here's what God wants you to do and why. Here's what's good. Here's what's bad. Here's the struggle all the different people went through to get here. Exactly the same as our kids learning about war and holocaust and local history in school. This is what our civilization went through. Learn the lessons because people already went through them get the theory behind the fact. Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. But the New Testament changed everything. We no longer had to sacrifice because Jesus did it for us. Unclean foods didn't matter because we were purified in faith. Sinful acts could be forgiven if you just asked for it. Love everybody who wished to be loved. Look at the Good Samaritan. He helped a neighbor he should have hated because that's what everybody else did. That's what he was taught. But he chose to be a good person anyways, regardless of who was on the receiving end. He helped somebody he was supposed to not. Jesus spent time with beggars, the terminally sick, prostitutes, men who had no other ambition in life. He loved them all the same. He gave everybody the same message, regardless of their background or choices or personal opinions. He didn't ever treat one person as lesser than the next. 
The church teaches us to hate sinfulness in their interpretation and to shun those who are different or to try and change them to our own way of thinking. I don't care what church you go to. It teaches the same thing. Look at all the different religions and similarities. Catholicism. Christians of various denominations, Baptist, Lutheran, Anglican, whatever. Jewish, Jehovah's Witness, Mormons, Seventh-day Adventists, Islamic, Buddhists, even native cultures. On a base level, the stories handed down through history are very similar. You can read the same message in all of these. They're slightly changed through translation or retelling over time, but they still have the same base stories. The morals are the same. Every different denomination of Christianity over time has the same base teachings and came from the same place, the same roots. They simply split off because one group within that religion disagreed on some small idea and they split off and taught in their own way. The same thing with a couple little differences. Now, 2,000 years later, we've got Baptists and Pentecostals and Lutherans and Anglicans and so many more all telling us that everybody else is wrong. So who's right? Only each of us can decide that for ourselves. Look at all the common base lessons and live your life to the best of your ability. If you want to follow Jesus' teachings, whether you believe he was a man or a prophet or even the Son of God, just love your neighbor unconditionally. All men are equal. Decide where you stand in all the slight differences of opinion. It's all on you and your choice. But stop spreading the hate. Hate destroys everything that religions of all sorts teach. Hate turns religious people into conquerors, terrorists, feuding families, and so many warring factions. Hate causes pain to anybody in the receiving end and stress to those on the giving end. It sucks to feel hate. There's no possible positive side to hate. I chose to avoid churches in general for the last few years because I could not handle listening to the hate and finding the worst possible bigots and liars within these walls of the churches, pretending to be good people on Sunday morning so other people would look up to them. One day a week does not get you into the kingdom of heaven. A band I listened to said it the best way possible. I found them when I was a teenager. Even though I was remembered it, it never quite clicked. This is a quote from DC Talk from a song called What If I Stumble. The greatest single cause of atheism today are those that praise him with their words and then walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. Stop living hate when you preach love. Practice the words that come out of your mouth and truly love your neighbor. Doesn't matter his religion, his color of skin, his gender identity, or relationship status, or who he's sleeping with. Should have no bearing on what kind of person they are. You don't have to like everyone. Never going to happen. You don't have to spend time with people you don't mesh with. But you have no right to judge those that have never done a thing to harm you. Hate the lies of the church teachings. Hate the bigotry. But love the man or woman you see in front of you. We're all fighting for the same thing. To wake up each morning and enjoy our lives in the best way that we know how. Hate in any form robs us from this enjoyment of life. You do not have to believe in God or the Bible to live a good life and be good to others. You only have to have faith in humanity and making this a good place for everyone to enjoy. Bill and Ted said it best, be excellent to each other. Hate is baggage. Life is too short to be pissed off all the time. It's just not worth it. There's a quote from American History X. A really moving movie, by the way, that taught a lot about what happens when you remove hate. Check it out.